Yes, Lord, your name is beautiful. It is exalted above every other name. There is no other name given among men whereby we must be saved but through the name of Jesus. But thank you for your presence here tonight. I just want to do something. I was praying this morning about tonight and I just want to ask us to all do something just to start out, okay? If you can, if you can't, I understand, but if you can't, uh, it's no big deal, but if you can't, can we kneel down? Can we all get down? Can we position ourselves in a posture being humble before the Lord? God, we humble ourselves before you tonight. That we kneel down before you. But you are, you are God and we are not. You are in control. You are sovereign. You rule, you reign. And we humble ourselves before you. God, and we say, not our will, but your will be done. Our Father who art in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven well that's our prayer so we start like this a posture of submission and humility God forgive us our trespasses God forgive us for our pride our self-centeredness our belief that we don't need you. Lord, we humble ourselves before you. Forgive us. Cleanse us. We want to be pleasing to you. Lord, we're going to pray tonight for your church, for Living Word Church, the church that belongs to you, for your people. God, you birthed this church over 38 and a half years ago. And you saw all the way down into the future, to this moment, to this time. You saw. You orchestrated this. Man could not do this. You did. And you knew we would be here right now on our knees, submitted before you. And so, Lord, we we ask for your help. We ask for your guidance. God, God, I know that you have planned something phenomenal. You have planned amazing things for us to do as a congregation. And so, Lord, we want to take tonight, the first Wednesday of the month of April, and we want to pray for our church. Pray, Lord, that we would be all that you've called us to be. We want to go where you lead us. We lay aside our agendas, our plans. You are the chief shepherd, we are your sheep. And we ask, Lord, that you'd guide us. You'd direct us. Feed us. Thank you, Lord. We love you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. We love you.
We're here for you. Take our hearts. Take our hearts. Just say that. Say, Lord, I surrender my heart to you. Surrender my heart to you. God, take, take all, of my, all of my desires and my dreams, my plans. God, I surrender them all to you. God, take all of me. Lord, we hold nothing back. to pray firstly I want to pray that our church would be unified for common gospel purpose I want to read Galatians 3 26 through 28 it says this for in Christ Jesus you are all sons of God through faith that's the unifying factor right there we're all sons and daughters of God through faith For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free. There is is no male and female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. 1 Corinthians 1.10 says this. I appeal to you, brothers, sisters, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree and that there be no no divisions among you but that you be united in the same mind, in the same judgment. So, Lord, that is what we pray tonight. God, we pray, God, I pray that we would be united and have the same mind, the mind of Christ, that we would be unified around your ways, around your word. God, that there would be no divisions among us. Lord, let there not be any divisions among us. May we be unified together. May this church be known for the unity that we have. That we all are of one mind, of one heart, singular purpose for the glory of your name and for the declaration of your gospel wherever we go. God, I pray that there would be nothing that the enemy would plan, that he would desire to bring disunity into our congregation. I pray that none of those plans would succeed. I pray that we would rise up and that we would not allow division among us, that we would not allow the enemy to win victory in our lives and amongst each other, that we would fight for unity. We wouldn't fight each other, but that we would fight for unity. Thank you for that unity, God. Lord, your word says that you command a blessing when brothers dwell together in unity. God, I thank you for that blessing on this congregation, that there is a blessing whenever we are unified together. It's a blessing of your presence. It's a blessing of your provision. It's a blessing of your power to do what you've called us to do. This is what we pray. Now, why don't you gather together? Find a group, about four or five of you. And here's, and here's what you're going to do. You know, some of you may not feel like you want to lead out in prayer. Maybe that's not something you're comfortable with, and that's fine if you don't want to lead out. But circle up, gather together, and, and pray about unity within the, the church and the congregation. And then when the, the next time you circle up, maybe someone else can lead that. So just begin to pray.
I'm going to pray that our church would be known for the love that we have for one another. So if you would pray with me, we're going to pray and believe, Lord, that we would all have love for one another and that this church would be known for loving people. Father, I want to read two scriptures. Can you put the two scriptures up there for me? A new command I give you. Love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. And by this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. John, 1 John 3.16, it says, This is how we know what love is. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and our sisters. Jesus, you showed us what true love really is. You sacrificed, you gave your life, and you told us to, to love like you love. Father, I pray that we would love in action and in deed and not in word only, Lord. God, I pray that our love would spread throughout one another and we would love each other with the love of God that you have placed in our hearts, Lord. Without you, we cannot love. But with you, we can love the way you have taught us to love. So God, I pray that you would touch every person here and that we would love one another from the heart. That we would give our time, that we would give ourselves over to loving people. God, I pray that you would touch all the people here, Lord, and all the people throughout our community. And that they would all know that Living Word Church is a church that loves people. Father, you said that you that the people would know us by our love for one another. So God, I pray, that's my prayer tonight, Lord, that when they come on our campus, whether it be on a Sunday or for an outreach event, they would know that there is love on that campus. That they would know that they are loved. They are welcomed in that campus. So, Father, teach us. Don't let things get in the way, Lord. We know the devil's going to fight us. He's going to try to cause division between us. But, Father, we pray that love would reign supreme. Let it reign supreme in our lives, Lord. And, Father, I also pray that in the homes that love would reign supreme. That we as men of God would love our wives and our children, Lord. And that we would lead the way and teach them how to love. Show them how to love. Love is showed. It's caught. It's not taught. So we love you, Father. And God, I pray that we would love with an ever-increasing love every day of our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. So at this time, break back into your groups and pray for love.
I'd like for us to pray that our church will continue to mature and to be conformed into the image of Christ. I want to share with you from Colossians 1, 28 and 29 and 2-2. It says, it says, Him we proclaim, warning everyone and teaching everyone with all wisdom that we may present everyone mature in Christ. For this I toil, struggling with all his energy, that he powerfully works within me. And then in verse 2, it says that their hearts may be encouraged, being knit together in love to reach all the riches of full assurance of understanding and the knowledge of God's mystery, which is Christ. And God, we just come before you, Father. And God, our prayer, God, is that we always, as the scripture says, that we proclaim you, Jesus the Christ, in everything that we do. God, in our struggles, God, in our weaknesses and our successes and our failures, that in everything we proclaim your name, Father. That it's done with all wisdom, Father, and that we are busy about presenting this church mature before you, Father. God, as we sit in life groups and our different gatherings, God, as we, as we speak life into one another, God, as we build value in our relationships, God, that that all would be based on you, Father, and glorifying your name in everything that we do. And God, that in that, Father, that we will toil, God, that we will struggle, God, and we will use all of our energy, God, not because of our own selves, God, because of you that powerfully works within me. God, it's not I that lives, Father, but Christ who lives in us, Father. Let us toil, Father. Let us be busy about working hard for your kingdom. God, let us never sit back and think that this is meant to be easy and something that we don't have to strive for. But God, Paul says here that he toiled. God, and I pray that for our church. God, that as we do that, Father, that our hearts, God, would be encouraged. God, that even though that times may be tough and things don't make sense, God, that our hearts would be encouraged and that would be encouraged because we are knit together in your love, Father. God, that the riches of all the full assurance of who you are, God, our understanding of who you are comes because of one that we proclaim you always. God, that the knowledge of the mystery, God, that you are the Christ would be profound in the hearts of this church. God, is that we gather on Sundays and Wednesdays and whatever it may be, Father, that the first and foremost thing, God, is that we proclaim Jesus. And that we lift high the name of Christ in all that we do. And that we exalt Christ in every situation. And God, that through that, Father, this church, Father, will be matured. And that we will come to the understanding, Father, of who you are. God, that your true and perfect will is for our lives. And that we would be ultimately, God, conformed to the image of Christ. And as we walk through this process, Father, be with this church. God, guide us and lead us. And let us just be intentional on speaking to the maturity of this body. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. We'll continue our groups.
this time, we'd like to uh, continue praying about the, the ministries of Living Word Church, that they would be fruitful and effective. But we lift up all of the ministries of Living Word Church, those within the church and those outside of the church, those that edify, encourage, and disciple us as believers, and those that reach out to the lost with the gospel of Christ. And we stand on John chapter 15, verse 5, 7, and 8. I am the vine, you are the branches. Whoever abides in me and I in him, he it is that bears much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish and it will be done for you. By this, my Father is glorified that you bear much fruit and so prove to be my disciples. According to your word, Lord, we pray that Jesus is our vine. Help every one of us in each ministry to recognize you as our source. We are connected to you, Lord, and that we belong to you. Help us to remember that, Lord. And we are called to abide in you. Lord, help us to choose to abide in you each and every day that we accept your ways and we choose to act in accordance with your ways. Let us abide in you, Lord. Help us to bear much fruit in all of our ministries, having all plans, directions, and actions in line with your will. Direct us by the Holy Spirit that not one task would be missed and that each ministry would be effective for your kingdom. We acknowledge that apart from you, we can do nothing. Lord, help us to be unified in all that we do, to be in one accord. Help us to keep our eyes on you and you alone, never being distracted never turning to the right or to the left, but always following you. And we pray that all glory and honor would go to the Father as we minister and bear witness to the awesome and amazing things you do, that we would truly show each other and show those in the world that we are your disciples. Thank you, Lord. This time, continue in the groups.
pray for the leadership of Living Word Church and pray that they would have integrity and be filled with strength and with vision. I begin with Acts 20, 27, 28. For I have not hesitated to proclaim to you the whole will of God. Keep watch over yourselves and all of the flock of which the Holy Spirit has made you overseers. Be shepherds of the church of God, which He bought with His own blood. Lord, cause us not to hold back, but our words be filled with integrity, with strength, and with vision. Lord, may we judge ourselves, judge our actions, judge our intents by Your Word, O God. Lord, help the leadership to see your flock, to see their needs, to see what plans you have for them, O Lord. Holy Spirit, cause us to see the treasure that you have entrusted to us. As the leadership shepherds the church, be a constant reminder that the blood of Jesus paid this price. Let us not take for granted the high price that has been paid. That we are ever aware of what you have done for Jesus. In Psalms 51, 10 and 11. Create in me a pure heart. O God, renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me from your presence or take your Holy Spirit from me. Lord, I pray daily that our hearts be pure before you. Jesus, I give you permission to judge us daily. Now, while we're in the day of grace and mercy. Show us what needs to be cleansed. Show us which needs to be focused on. Lord, if there's any impurity in us, Lord God, bring it to the top and bring it to the top quickly. That it would be burned off and cast away. Lord, give me strength to be steadfast on your word. Immovable on what is right in your eyes. Bold to proclaim your vision for this body and for the world. Lord, I pray that we do not grieve your Holy Spirit. That we be ever tender to your spirit. And what you are showing us. Thank you, Jesus. Now we can go back into our groups again.
Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father. Thank you, mighty God. Father, we want to pray over the volunteers of our church. Lord, we know that the volunteers are the hands and feet of Jesus when we assemble together. Psalms 84.10 says, I would rather be a gatekeeper in the house of my God than live the good life in the homes of the wicked. Lord, our volunteers are the gatekeepers in the house of God. Each one is separate and necessary to the body of Christ. Lord, a single day in your courts is better than a thousand anywhere else. Lord, as our volunteers serve, they are the sermon illustration. They represent our church. Their commitment to serve is valuable. They are valuable to the body. And as they serve, they are giving of the overflow of their time spent with Jesus. Our volunteers bring the spirit of hospitality to our congregation and to our guests. Let them remember and let all of us remember that every Sunday is someone's first Sunday. The spirit of volunteers is present throughout the word. Lord, Mary and Martha cooked. They cooked dinner for Jesus. Priscilla and Aquila, they opened up their home for the preaching of the word and for the teaching of the word. Jesus served. He served and washed the feet of the disciples. And the disciples were sent out to teach, to teach the word all over the world. Lord, volunteers, take care of our babies. The king's daughter took care of baby Moses in Exodus. And Stephen, he waited tables in power, but he waited tables. We thank you, Lord, for our volunteers. First Corinthians twelve twenty seven. It says, now you are all Christ's body, and individually you are members of it, each with his own special purpose and function. Thank you, Lord, for each and every volunteer, whether on the front lines or behind the scenes, whether at the front desk or in the rain in the parking lot, whether teaching our children or teaching adult classes on Sunday mornings or teaching in Bible studies, whether watching our babies or working in the cafe, whether serving the homeless, the addict, or cleaning the homes of flood victims, whether serving marriages, taking pictures, building props, hauling dirt, whether greeting newcomers, or serving communion. Thank you for the calling you have put on each and every volunteer, whether they've served one time or if they serve week after week after week. Strengthen them in their calling, O oh God. Let them know that what they do in secret, you see. Show them where they fit in the body of Christ, Lord. Show them that they are indeed the hands and feet of Jesus. Remind them why they do what they do. Help them uphold biblical principles in their lives to continue growing in their personal relationship with Christ, in their relationship with their spouse, with their children, and in their God-given purpose for their life and their ministry. Lord, remind them to seek first the kingdom of God, and all the things you have called them to will fall into place. We ask you to bless them, Lord. We ask you to keep them and keep their families. We ask you to protect them, Lord, and we thank you for our volunteers. And let's lift up our volunteers right now, y'all. Thank you, Father.
Next, we're going to pray that Living Word Church will make an impact on our community for the glory of Christ. We have a scripture, Matthew 5, 13 and 16. It says, you are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A town built on a hill cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand, and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. So, Lord, we just come to you, and we just want to say thank you. We appreciate you so much. The fact is, is that each and every one of us are here, and we know you because someone has introduced us to you or introduced you to us. So I pray that we would give back what we received and not in an obligation or a chore, but in a gratitude way. And Lord, in order for that to happen, we just pray that the gospel would take the rightful place in our hearts and that you would do your work of sanctification in us and that the gratitude of that would come out of us and pour out on the people around us. So I just pray that you would plow the ground before us, that each and every member here in this church would not just feel like it's a pastor or minister's obligation to tell someone about Jesus, but that the outpouring of your love would just flow from us, and and not so much out of our mouths and what we say, but in our feet and what we do. So Lord, we confess we need your help with that. We need your strength. We need your empowering grace to do that work in our hearts so that we can be ministers. And you call us, each and every one of us, able-bodied ministers. So I pray that you would help us with that to impact the people around us. And, And I pray for every outreach ministry here, the Easter egg hunts, the pumpkin patch, any function that goes on at this church, I pray that you would use those tools to get people pulled to you and that it would impact this city and show people that you love them and you desire a relationship with them. So let's pray as a congregation now.
as we continue on with our prayer time, I'd like to uh, lift up Living Word Church, that we'd always be faithful to preach the gospel. So I'd like to read uh, Acts 13, 38-39. It says, Brothers, listen. We are here to proclaim that through this man, Jesus, there is forgiveness for your sins. Everyone who believes in him is made right in God's sight, something the law of Moses could never do. Father, I just want to thank you. I just want to thank you for freedom today. Freedom that the gospel provides, Lord. I just lift up Living Word Church, Lord, that we remain faithful in delivering the gospel message as you see fit. Father, we have a, an enemy out there that wants to dilute, that wants to add to. But Lord, we're going to take it just how it is. Lord, we thank you for your great love and your great mercy for us that you're willing to die on a cross so that we may have freedom. Father, we just, we love you. We know that, uh, that to be able to be faithful in what we do, we need the grace that your gospel provides. So we just love you. We continue to pray. We're going to pray now that uh, we would never lose our first love and that we would always seek the Lord first. Philippians 3, 7 through 11. But whatever gain I had, I counted as loss for the sake of Christ. Indeed, I count everything as loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus, my Lord. For his sake, I have suffered the loss of all things and count them as rubbish in order that I may gain Christ. 
and be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ, the righteousness from God that depends on faith, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and may share his sufferings, becoming like him in his death, that by any means possible I may attain the resurrection from the dead. God, we pray that we would never lose our first love, the love that you poured into our hearts by the Holy Spirit when we first believed. We ask that our love for you would not grow cold or weaken, but would be ever-increasing and abounding, that as we grow in our understanding of you through the study of your word, our love would deepen and mature. Like Paul, we pray that our hearts would cry out to know you, that we would be consumed with that desire, the desire to know you more. And like Paul, let us count everything else as loss compared to the surpassing worth of knowing Christ our Lord. We ask that our one constant pursuit would be to know you and love you. Let our inward love be demonstrated by our outward obedience to you. Let all that we do to please you on the outside be motivated by the love we have on the inside. Lord, we ask that you help us to guard our hearts from the deception and distraction of the enemy of our souls, the one that seeks to diminish and destroy our love for you. Lord, we need you to strengthen us against the temptation to love the world, this evil world system and all it offers. We need you to help us not to love this world or the things in this world, because all it offers stands in opposition to you, your word, and your people. Help us to submit to you continually, to your ways, to your word, and to, and to resist the devil and his pull on our hearts. And as we do, you promise that he will flee from us. Help us to draw near to you, because when we do, you promise to draw near to us as we draw near to you. Teach us to cleanse our hands and purify our hearts by walking in obedience to you and your word so our hearts will be undivided in our love for you. God, we pray that we would love you with all of our heart, all of our soul, all of our mind, and all of our strength. And because of this consuming love, Lord, help us to seek you first in all that we do. And Lord, we pray that we would be constantly reminded of your goodness, of what you've accomplished for us on the cross, and that we would be caught up in wonder in love and praise and adoration of who you are. Help us never, ever lose the first love that you've placed in our hearts. Y'all can continue to go in your circles and pray for that.
like to pray that our church would be filled with faith and expectation about the future and about all that the Lord has planned for us. I'm going to read 1 John 5, 14 through 15. And this is the confidence that we have toward him. That if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the request that we've asked of him. The key word in that verse is confidence, faith, confidence. We have confidence in our Lord. And that's what we want our church to have is confidence and faith. Not in man, not in what man can do, but what God's going to do. 2 Corinthians 3, 4 through 5. Such is the confidence that we have through Christ toward God. Not that we are sufficient in ourselves to claim anything is coming from us, but our sufficiency is from God. Amen? Amen, God. And that is our confidence. That is our trust. And God, I pray that as a church, that we will be filled with faith, not doubt, not fear, that we be filled with faith. God, if you are in it, if you are with us, who can be against us? God, if you are on our side and you've directed and guided us, God, we have no reason to fear, but Lord, we can be filled with faith. We can be filled with faith. And God, I thank you for the things that you have planned in the future of this church. God, there are so many things that we just don't, we can't see right now. But Lord, you're a, you're, you're not like us. You're not like man. You don't have limited view. Lord, you see the end from the beginning, and you know ahead of us the things you've called us to do. And so, Lord, I pray that you would make preparation in our hearts right now. Prepare us. Make us ready to do the things that you called us to do in the future that we don't see yet, the good plans you have for us. And, God, I pray that the people that you have called here that are not here yet, that are called to be a part of the team to accomplish the mission and the plan you called us, I pray you'd bring them in. I pray you bring them in from everywhere, that you bring them in from everywhere, that you would assemble a team of people that have like mind, that have a heart full of expectancy. God, when you do something, you do it wonderful. We are excited. We are anticipating what you're going to do. And God, I thank you for this first, first Wednesday prayer. I thank you that you have begun something fresh. You've begun something new. This is just the beginning. It's just the beginning. And God, I pray that you would help us to stay faithful, to not, to not lose heart, to not grow weary in well-doing, but help us to persevere in prayer. Help us to pray without ceasing. And God, I pray that this desire and this passion for prayer would continue to to spread amongst this congregation and that next month there would be more people that would come that would link arms together to unify and pray for the needs you placed on our hearts we thank you for that Lord. I'd like to do something I have a, some special friends here tonight Chad and Rachel Hayes they're here tonight I met Chad I think it was probably about six months ago possibly it was just a divine appointment from, from the Lord. I, I was transitioning into becoming a senior pastor here. And, and of course, I've never done this before. And God connected me with uh, Pastor Matt Bell in San Antonio. Me and Pastor Nay and Estelle and a few of the staff members went to uh, the IMA Pastors Conference there. And, and I got to meet Pastor Matt Bell. And 
Matt told me, he said, you really need to connect with a group of pastors that I video chat with on a monthly basis. And a lot of the pastors that are a part of that group have all just recently transitioned into senior pastor roles. And it would just be a great support for you. And so I'd never, the only one I'd met in person was, was, was Matt. And so the very first month I got to meet Chad and I got to meet Philip and I, and I got to meet, um, I'm bad at memory, I got to meet, uh, who? Don, <laughs> Kurt, don't tell them this. <laughs> we meet, we chat this next week. I know their names. I just, um, anyone knows me, I forget names really bad. But um, what a blessing it has been to video chat with these brothers. It is amazing. Just, we're all have a unity of spirit and we all want to see God's kingdom spread in, in, in the areas that God's called us. And so I, I asked Chad, he just came down and he just came down here. He's going to be in Baton Rouge on Friday. And I said, you need to come down. You need to come and pray with us. I, I want him to close us out in prayer. He'll close us out in prayer. And then we will end after he prays. We'll end with one last song. Church, it's an honor to be with you tonight. God is doing a marvelous thing in Homa, Louisiana. Amen. We are honored to be here tonight. Uh, it's a season, a day, or a moment, uh, it should go without saying, of recalibration for this church. There's a transition of leadership, and so there is change. But I, the Lord just showed me this. The, the, the recalibration is not to the left, to the right. It's vertical. It's a vertical change. I ran into Pastor Renee, I think it was in January in San Antonio, and we were talking a little bit, and this subject of transition came up, and there was one thing that he was concerned about. You know what it was? It was the success of Pastor Ben and Estelle. Fathers are vested in the success of their sons, and each succeeding generation should excel the previous generation. Amen? So give God praise because he's going to take this church to a new place. You're going to see new things that you have never seen. Amen? The burden that I have for my heart, I want, uh, my, I want my wife to come join. We're going to pray. I want to pray specifically for your pastors. He asked me to come pray for the church, but I'm going to shift it up just a little bit. I hope he doesn't get mad at me for doing that. But I want to pray for Ben and Estelle. I've been praying for them for about six months now because I know that transition is not easy. I know stepping into the, uh, uh, you know, filling the void when, when a man like Brother Rene Monet steps out and transitions, there's a heavy load riding on this young man and this young lady on their shoulders. So I want to pray for them. And so I want them to come forward. I want my wife to come. And we're going to pray. Amen. And church, if you would, I want you to just come in right in, come come right in here. I want you guys to come up, and I want you to pray. I'm gonna we're gonna pray over Pastor Ben, and now the Lord's put something very specific to pray over this church. I'm gonna ask my wife to pray, lead this moment of prayer, and then I want to pray something very specific over this house after she is done. Thank you, Jesus, Father. I thank you for this dynamic duo. Father, I thank you that there is a plan and a purpose that you have specifically for them. And uh, Ben, the Lord put this in my heart tonight, that no other armor will fit you but the one the Lord has for you. And you have embraced that, and you have been found faithful in the secret place. 
um, just as the Israelites stood before Goliath, the Bible says that they give a description of the enemy and they said his helmet weighs 50 pounds, his shield weighs this, but his, his spear is 125 pounds. And, the, and, the, and it shows that the, the Israelites had more knowledge about the enemy than what they did of their God. But then came David, a man that knew how to dwell in a secret place. And he said, who are you to defy the armies of the living God? And so the presence of the Lord is with you because you have been found faithful in the secret place. You are a man of integrity. And the Lord has extended to you and your wife, um, Estelle. Um, the Lord says that the, the scepter has been extended and you have found great favor in the sight of the king. The Lord goes before you. Yes. Fear not. Amen. You're a people of righteousness. You're yes. people of integrity. Yes. And you have found great favor in the sight of the Lord. So, Father, I pray, Lord Jesus, that, Father, you would strengthen their arms, that this body would be a strength to this family. Lord, I pray in Jesus' name that everything that they encounter, they would truly say, the Lord has gone before us, overcoming all our enemies. Father, I thank you for this house. You're established in their ways, Father. A new season, a new season. The Father, they will be a people that will say, look what the Lord has done. Faithful is our God. Yes. Faithful is our God. Yes. It will be a song in this house, yes. the faithfulness of our God. Yes. As we see you rise, Lord. Father, we honor you tonight and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Ben, there's a great measure of the fear of the Lord on your life. Humility. I believe God's going to use you to usher in a great wave the fear of God into the body of Christ. It's needed today. Very casual, very presumptive with the things of God. This generation needs to learn to fear, to stand in awe. And God's going to use you just to cause men to shut up. We run our mouths too often. And God's just going to give you a strength to step in and bring a silence. Just to bring the awesomeness of God to every situation cause a man to stand in awe. As I was standing here earlier, there was a scripture that was prompted to my heart over this house, something that I want to pray over this house, out of the 122nd Psalm. That Psalm says that Jerusalem, in one translation it says it this way, Jerusalem is a well-built city. Its seamless walls cannot be breached. I want this church to link up arm in arm right now. If you would just, the person next to you, put your arm through their arm and link up. I believe God is up to something and every time that God gets up to something, the devil gets up to something as well to try to stop what God's doing. Amen? But we've got to stand against every wile of the enemy, every attack, every attempt. Amen? And I want to encourage you not to allow the enemy to come in. Amen? Stay hooked up. Stay connected. Refuse to allow the enemy to divide, to come in and to sever and to break up. Amen? I just say right now that Living Word Church is a well-built city. Its seamless walls cannot be breached. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the spirit of unity. We thank you for the bond of peace. Father, reign supreme over this house. Guard this house. Guard the integrity of the unity 
of this house, Lord God. Father, I pray that they would stand as a mighty army. Father, arm in arm, together, Lord God, that they would stride together, that they would work together, that they would not allow the enemy to come in and divide. Father, there's no place for gossip. There's no place for discord. There's there's no dis, uh, place for dissension. Uh, there, there's no place for the work of the enemy in this body. We will fight the enemy on every hand, and we refuse to fight one another. We will work together. We will contend together, Lord God. I just declare over Living Word Church that it is a well-built city, and its seamless walls cannot be breached. The enemy cannot come into this house and divide, Father. We thank you for it, and we give you praise for it. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, amen. Amen. God bless you, church.